What's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle with me, Cowboys Blog, my boy, Foots the King from Cowboys Nation TV. What's going on, Foots? Hey, Joe. Uh, I'm back. I'm feeling good. Had a great day today. Um, and most importantly, man, it's always a good time to talk ball with you and seeing the work that you're doing on a Cowboys blog. You guys don't take that stuff for granted. I want to say thank you to you all because uh, the, the numbers have really been going up on the plays on the SoundCloud. Um, so we're going to make sure that we're more um, consistent. Me and Joe have made sure that we stay on top of that. We're going to start going through positional rankings and how these people fit for the Cowboys. And just, you know, throughout, we we pride ourselves on draft coverage. That's what we do. We don't wait till, you know, the weekend before. We kind of have uh, uh, information on these guys and doing some things that we're doing tonight. I mean, covering some things that we're covering tonight as far as, you know, the combine coverage and numbers and this, that, and the third information game. So I know that's a long intro, Joe, but you're doing amazing work. We're doing amazing work. I'm ready to rock and roll, man. Well said, Foots. Well said. So, yeah, the topics that we're going to discuss today, combine, we're going to hit up a little bit of the Marcus Lawrence situation, and then we'll close it out with some free agency frenzy preview. All right. So let's get right into it. Foots, the NFL combine finished. That's another one in the bag and another step closer to the NFL draft, baby. I can honestly say, Joe, that this combine, it was flat out amazing. It really was. Um, you know, from the DK Metcalfs who, yeah, okay, uh, got to go back and watch his film. But to the, the Montez Sweat who he goes to the senior bowl, he does his thing. And then he comes to the combine and then he backs it up. And so everything that you see on film with him now, if you're up in the top 10 picks, you get a guy who can possibly be something special. I mean, 4-4-2, that was faster than pretty much all of the running backs. That's special. Then you think about the, the linebackers. I mean, Devin Bush, uh, Devin White in the four fours. I mean, you're looking at a guy like Devin Bush. Obviously, we don't need a linebacker, but you see a London Fletcher. Even though he's small, you just see a great, great athlete. Then you see these corners and these safeties. So let's think about these corners running, Greedy Williams. And I know the Cowboys aren't in the market for any of these guys, but think about how they, they looked and how polished. I mean, the rockiest sins, the Jerome Baker didn't have the best workout. It was okay, but and then you then you start talking about these safeties, Joe. So mm -hmm. Rap and and Adderley didn't work out. Well, that's on them because you look at a guy like Abram and a guy like Juan Thornhill. Mm -hmm. Now they're shooting up draft boards. All in all, Joe, this combine was amazing. Like I can honestly say, only thing that could have made it better, Joe, was Mike Mayock. But this combine was amazing. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's how I felt about it. It was a lot of speed. I think it's one of the fastest yes. uh, combines I've seen in recent years. I mean, the big guys. I mean, this is a new breed of player, man. And you got to, you know, it, it, it changes the league because you're getting a lot more speed now. I think the defense for a while was trying to catch up to these fast offenses. But now these defenders, they're coming in. They're coming in fast. And it's going to make a lot of these games a lot uh a lot closer, you know, because there's not that uh, there's not that much big difference with speed now. You got it on both sides. I mean, some of these big defensive tackles, defensive ends, like I said, I mean, pretty exciting, especially for us that we need defensive linemen. I, you, we got to get somebody. I, defensive yeah. tackle, defensive end. I think we're in business. I mean, I feel good about getting somebody, you know, up in the fourth fourth round, a good player. 
I think, I think Joe, I think you're very spot on with what you said. Defensive linemen, this draft. So you heard it all off season, but to see these guys go out and perform, I mean, Rashawn Gary looked like a freak. Quentin Williams, all the way down to, you know, the Colin Saunders, all the way down to the Rennell Wren, somebody that if the Cowboys wanted, who I think would be there, you probably have to take him in the second round. You know what I mean, Joe? So it's just, it, it was it was amazing to see, Joe. It really was. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, Quentin Williams, to me, he's a real deal. You see it on the tape, and then you see it, and then you uh, see it with the combine. It just, it you know, fortifies how you feel about the player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just going to be an exciting, exciting draft, and what you're hoping again. So I think leaving Indianapolis, the word is, you know, Kyler Murray to Arizona. Why? I have no idea. Um, but that's the word. And so what you're hoping is now teams panic. Hell, I'd even pray that a guy like Tyree Jackson, who people are starting to find themselves liking, I pray that he gets pushed up. But you're praying that all these sucky quarterbacks, <laughs> Andy Jones, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, Drew Locke. Oh. I know, so you 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 always you and you always end up spot on about a lot of these quarterbacks. You do. Um, you pray that all these guys fleece a team and get picked. And it just pushes more and more talent down the board. Um, just because at the end of the day, you know, quarterbacks get pushed up. Edge players get pushed up. But what the Cowboys need. So, and that'll probably segue into our Demarcus Lawrence talk. But what the Cowboys need, safety, uh, D-tackle for me. Mm-hmm. Tight not quite off the board unless a guy... Like, if a stud starts to fall, I think that they should pull the trigger. I mean, look at Noah Fant. Look at the way he worked out. He might have now jumped Hawkinson, Hawkinson, excuse me, to being tight end one again. I mean, it's just – so, all in all, it, 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 you, you're hoping, Joe, that some of these things happen to where maybe if the Cowboys see somebody in striking distance, they can go up and get them. No doubt. No doubt, man. It's – it's uh... I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some teams that do have Fant ahead of Hawkinson, you know? And, yeah. w- and with this draft being so deep with premium guys that teams are just thirsty for, defensive linemen, defensive tackles, safety, you might, you know, that's that uh, tight end might be there. Might be in striking range, might even fall to you. I mean, it's, it's going to be an exciting first round. I cannot wait. I know we don't have a pick, but, uh, you know, you, you just never know what can happen. Yeah, no, I completely agree, Joe. And I, you again, you just never know. So, Joe, let me ask you this. Who's a mid-round guy? All right. Hope I'm not putting you on the spot here because I know we, we kind of plan for this, right? But who's a mid-round guy, second-round Cowboys range who impressed you? I got one, but who kind of impressed you? I know you did your Cowboys met with. So who kind of helped themselves and helped their case for the Cowboys to draft them? Um... You know, it, it's it's gonna be one of those, one of those players that uh, a lot of people aren't really looking at right now. But like you said, you and I, we we, we stay on top of this thing, and um, it, it's gonna be probably one of the guys that we that we need a defensive lineman. I wouldn't be surprised with cornerback. Cowboys took a look at uh, some cornerbacks, some. Uh, some really athletic guys were out there at this combine that were having explosive numbers. You know, the 
the vertical, the 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 three cone. You know, Dane Brugler, I learned so much from him because he's the one that really hones, he really, you know, um, he's really good at, at, at explaining what the numbers are, right? So the three cone, you want under seven, right? Gotta, gotta have it under seven. That's yeah. your lateral quickness. Yep. Yeah, that, that's what it, and it shows bend too for your defenders. So you see some of these linemen with the under seven uh, three cone, that's impressive. That's something you want to look at. But the cornerbacks as well, you know, you're able to shift, you're able to turn those hips and, you know, get going. So, I mean, there's a couple guys out there that uh, I feel the Cowboys would definitely, definitely have on their draft board. Yeah, um, for me, a mid-round guy now, I've seen him all the way. He's been all over the board. Um, I've seen him as a, a, a top-ranked safety. I've seen him as a, a, a mid-round safety. But that's this Darnell Savage, all right? Now, hear me out, Joe. I got to go back and do some homework on the Maryland safety now. Because um, he ran off the charts, 4.37. All right, so that top-end speed is there. Now I need to go see, and even with Juan Thornhill, I got to go back to the tape and now see, okay, how was he used? Because I'll be honest, with Juan, I saw kind of a power watcher and I didn't really see a very willing tackler. But then I go back and see 13 picks. So was it he was just a true center fielder guy? No, you're right. You're, you're right about that. But that's the same thing I see with Juan Thornhill. Um Free safety. I think he's more of a free safety. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So now, with you being, it looks like, out of the Earl Thomas sweepstakes, right? Because of the money, right? I mean, who knows? There's there's things out there that maybe you can make Earl Thomas work. Maybe you can't. I was under the impression that he's next. But if he's going to fleece the Cowboys, good luck with that because Steven won't go for it. He'll draft a guy or... He'll he'll get a he'll get a he'll get a he'll get a, a a replacement type or a veteran type savvy free agent before he pay, he's not gonna pay Earl Thomas top safety money. We can't. Yeah, we, I, we can't afford yeah. it. You know. Yeah. Um, so would a guy like Juan Thornhill be an option? Would a guy like Jonathan Abram, who you know just last week we talked about how his tape is so up so down, but then he goes to the combine and he really knocks it out the park. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Abram, to me, I feel like he's more of the box guy, but, uh, you know, you, you need an enforcer on there, too. I, I like what Xavier does, but I like Xavier's uh, versatility. That's what a lot of people like uh, from him coming out of, uh, you know, Louisiana. That, yeah, uh, they yeah. They used to play him at free or strong, but with, with John Abram, I feel like he would be, like, that guy there that was knock the crap out of you, and, you know, he can make plays, a playmaker, so... That Mississippi State defense, I think, has a lot of good players on it, and he's just one of the pieces there. People help. don't, yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Simmons, man. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. good. That that defense, like you said, was star-studded. Let me ask you this, kind of throwing you a curveball, Joe. Jakai Polite, right? Mm -hmm. It's been widely known. Didn't really have a good workout, but yeah. you cut the tape and you just see some things that are just special. At least I do. Would the Cowboys? Because I mean, it's 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 being reported he could fall to the fourth round. His work, his his meetings were that bad. Mm -hmm. um, Didn't go good for him. Yeah, they very defensive. Which is also just like as a player, I never understood why 
you know, players got so so defensive if they're asked, you know, simple questions. If they were asked, you know, how could they be better on this play, that play? And it was one of those things that was like he felt that he was being targeted. Hmm. Um, what it what what would the Cowboys bring that around? I think uh the talent is there, Joe. It's there. Yeah, if it's if he's a late guy like that, like a fourth, maybe use your, your fourth comp on him, uh possibly. But um you know, I think um I think there's other guys I, I would rather have. Is he coachable? Can Rod yeah. Marinelli coach this guy? Can Leon Lake coach this guy? You know, you know they already they've already seen him. You know, they um you know when they were looking at the other defensive tackle there from Florida. Rod Marinelli loved him, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if uh, if he's going to be on their board or not. Yeah, no, I, it, it's tricky, man. I mean, you hate for a kid to with that much talent. I mean, I've seen rushes from him, Joe, that were like top five rushes, I promise you. Then he goes to the combine. It's just like he just wasn't really able to, to put it all together for whatever reason, kind of just immature. But he, just the talent is there, Joe. Just, you know, with some of these losers, sometimes everybody loser, loser, loser. Like, I'll be honest. Right now, off film, and I know he didn't have a great combine, I still would draft Draymond Jones if he fell. I trust my eyes, and I know what he's about, and I know that he hits a need that the Cowboys need. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, yeah, you're right about that. You're right about the – sometimes you got to go with what you see on the tape. Um, yeah. I, I felt the same way about uh, about Singletary. He didn't have a really good explosive numbers at the combine, but what you, what you see on tape is a guy who can do everything in your running game. So it, it is, man. It, it's one of those things where you have to you have to trust your eye, like you said. I mean, that's that's a good point. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So Singletary, yeah, get into his combine a little bit, Joe, because I think. This so this running back group as a whole kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, um, yeah, some of them didn't. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously the Holyfield was the a disaster, yeah. just a disaster. But I mean, not only Holyfield, dude. I mean, Singletary wasn't the best. Um, you know, so give it, give me, give me some of your thoughts on Singletary. Would he now, if he falls to the third round, because guys don't really. Yeah, I think his power issues now, and yeah, I know his reps on the bench weren't that great either. So, what are your thoughts, Joe? I think with him, I th- I think third is too rich now. When I when I think about Woo! it, yeah, I think it's too rich. I think I think, <laughs> and this is a player I keep I keep in my mind because I know the Cowboys liked him was Donnell Pumphrey, and this guy that we're talking about, you know, the fifth round ended up with Switzer. These are all similar types of players. And to me, Singletary kind of fits in that kind of mold to me. Um, a smaller type of back, you know, he can catch the ball. He didn't have a lot of re- receptions there at, uh, at Florida Atlantic. So it's like, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if I take him that early, but probably a little bit later. But you do have to, yeah, some, a lot of these guys didn't have good numbers. Like Singletary had a 4-6. Travion Williams three cone wasn't good. It was a seven four four. Like what the heck? But what you see on on tape with him, 
you you seeing him, you know, juking and jiving people and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's like, did they have an off day? So I think that's what the pro days is going to be very important for a lot of these guys that didn't put up their best numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah, those numbers will definitely get a let's get the the, the scale will get tipped in their favor for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, at, at these pro days. What was a four five, I'm sure it'll be a four four, and you know they'll they'll figure out a way to make uh to make them like it. I definitely uh I definitely do do see that happening. Um, Joe, I got some questions for you. I know you kind of bus driving this thing, but I got some questions for you as well. So, Joe, yeah, out of the two position groups that really really just did an amazing job. Even some 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 no name guys, tight end and DB. Let's just let's just lump the whole DB class. What what position group do you think that the Cowboys are more likely to draft? I think it's got to be DB. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. it's got to be DB. I mean, you you got um, you can never have enough corners, and you got some corners that have some expiring contracts coming up. So you don't want to be caught with your pants down when when that time comes up. So, um, and there's a lot of good ones in this in this draft, you know. Uh, Jordan Lewis's boy, David Long, he had a hell of a combine. So I want to go back and look at some, some of his games. But he impressed the crap out of me. And then some of the guys that the Cowboys met with, Isaiah Johnson. But like we talked about, you know, a couple episodes back, Houston. You know, you're, Houston is notorious for busting out on those players. So, you know, we'll see about that one. The Penn State cornerback, um... He'll fit perfect with what the Cowboys do scheme wise. So I think they're looking at it, man. They're they're definitely keeping their options open. Yeah, nah, I mean, I don't know. To me, to see the way that the game is changing, um, you wanna you wanna be able to get vertical and you wanna you wanna be able to to attack the seams and you wanna guard the seams. I think that the more guys, the more that guys can do more. So talking about a guy like Juan Thornhill, that true free, right? Mm-hmm. I think that you can there's you need the more of those type players, the better, right? So I think that if you have that type of a player or those safeties, I, I would agree with you. That DB just like just get just getting a guy like a, a Chauncey Gardner, right? Yeah, who, yeah, Chauncey Gardner's a good one yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who kinda is like in that tweener role, yep. but because those guys play so much, you're not asking Jordan Lewis to do it now. You have a guy who who can actually tackle. Jordan Lewis is a good tackler, but he's obviously a true corner, right? So yeah. you're ask, you, you're asking a guy who can actually tackle and come down and play in a box, but he's not in no man's land as a as a as a coverage player. And I think that Jeff Heath was decent in coverage. I just think that the awareness issues were what. What what or were what got me the awareness issues and the angles and kind of knowing when to do what. Now he made some plays, had some tip ball interceptions, but for the most part it was times, especially like at the end of that game against the Rams, where you're just like, uh, okay. So, um, I think upgrading that position would, let's be honest, it would be great, Joe. No, no doubt, man. It, it's it's been a. Uh... It's been a position that fans have been wanting us to address with the early pick for for years. You know, um, 
I mean, what the earliest we've taken one, I think it was Roy Williams. Possibly that was a first round pick, and that was a long time ago. So if we can get one good here in the second round, you know, well that'd be that would help out. I agree. Let me ask you this, Joe. Two of my top guys on my on my top five list, did they hurt themselves by not working out? Adderley and and rap or are I think Adderley kind of did. I don't know about rap. What do you think, Joe? No, I'm with you on that. Adderley, you know, he's coming from a, a smaller school. So I think, um, you know, I think you want to get more, you want to get your numbers out there that you want to compete with some of these other guys. Like what, you know, what was the background issue on that? Taylor Rapp, I'm not, I'm not worried about that one there. You know, I think he, his numbers will back up what, what he's doing on, on the field. But uh, Adderley, you know, one of these guys that, that his name, you know, kind of just started coming along around the senior bowl. You want to see him out there, you know? I, I wanted to see him out there, and, you know, they didn't they didn't put out those numbers. So that's kind of disappointing to me. So, you know, you're going to have to rely on, on the pro day. Yeah, man. Nah, legitly. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see just how all of this combine information and now what do teams do, how do they go back? I mean, even a guy like Daniel Jones who – you know, probably was a top 15 pick, you know, obviously he's not in the range of, not even in the thoughts of the Cowboys, unless you hate Dak Prescott, of course, but no. But, you know, somebody, the quarterback, Daniel Jones, really didn't test well, didn't throw the ball well, wasn't a great athlete, kind of hurt himself. So it's just crazy how you can go to, to a combine and really hurt yourself. You could really, you know, not do well. Holyfield probably went from being a late round, you know, fifth round pick to he probably won't even get drafted now. Yeah, so, that's the truth. <laughs> that's yeah, true. I mean, you know, some of these linemen, I thought that the linemen really underwhelmed. So I just say all that to say it's going to be interesting to see how things pan out, Joe. It really is. Yeah, it is. And, you know, and this is just one of the, the phases of the whole draft process. So we, we got, you know, the all star Pro Bowls, the games out combines out of the way now you got your pro days and then you know between the pro days you also got your your 30 invites and that's where you start to focus in on who the cowboys are really focusing in on on who they're going to say because we know from past drafts that if a lot of the guys that we've drafted have been on that that 30 list you know yeah um, so and some of them you know, they may have visited here in the combine. Some of them they may not have, but they want to bring them in for a closer look. So the next couple of weeks are going to be very key. So definitely keep it here with the podcast. We'll give you all that uh, information. We'll talk about those prospects with you guys for sure. Definitely, Joe. Definitely. I completely agree. And I can't wait to do that. Joe, let's talk about this DeMarcus Lawrence situation. What do you think is going on over there? <laughs> Yeah, that that is a very hot topic, man, and and with with uh, with a lot of fans and you know media, everybody's talking about it because you know, Demarcus Lawrence was on record as saying, "I'm not signing a second franchise tag." So they gave him the the franchise tag, twenty point five million dollars. It's a lot of money. It's uh, a lot. Of- it's a lot of money, but he's got the torn labrum, so he needs surgery. So you know, they're talking about is he using that for leverage and. You know, if you don't sign him soon enough, he, he's going to, I mean, it, it, it can it can get very messy here for the Cowboys if this isn't handled uh, correctly, in my opinion. What do you think, Puts? And that's what I was going to ask you, Joe. Mm-hmm. 
to me, there's no way they don't get this done. Like I leave the offseason franchise stuff to to you all and a lot of my other fellow Cowboys bloggers because I'm so locked in on draft things. But Dallas is gonna get it done. With with the with the situation with Irving and now, you know, Gregory, you just gotta get it done. And the thing is with Demarcus Lawrence, Cowboys fans, don't kill me, but I think he's a great player. I don't think he's a superstar, if that makes sense. Um, you know, if we're being completely honest, there were times last year where he just disappeared. Um, and you just kind of like, you know, I'm about to give you how much for what? Now, his one claim to fame, he's so stout versus the run, Joe. Yeah. And that, he, I mean, that's just something that you can't teach in a star, you know, DN. I think he's a star, just not a superstar. He's going to get paid superstar money, but it's going to be tricky. But to hear that they're not close, that does kind of scare me. That, that that definitely is concerning because, you know, they're they're looking at that. Supposedly they gave him the low ball number, which is, I don't know, is that below the franchise tag number? I mean, that's probably where they want to go, right? But the Marcus Lawrence, they want that that money. You know, he he's proven to them that he's can, he can stack consecutive double-digit sack seasons, um, play, you know, play through injury. So he's doing, you know, like you said, playing the run well. I mean, there aren't very many defensive ends that play the run as well as he does and sacks the quarterback. So it's, uh, it's going to be tricky, man. It's going to be tricky. But hopefully this gets, you know, figured out sooner than later. No, it would be, <laughs> I'm with you, Joe. It would be great to get this figured out because, if we're being completely honest, if we're being completely honest, without Demarcus Lawrence, you're not going to be able to have an elite, elite defense just because of what he does. Like I said, versus the run. Now, Rams game, we got gashed. That was to me. I, I'll say this: I think it was the way we were schemed. Um, you know, slanting the line, doing certain things like that. It played right into what the Rams do well. Um, but I also say. You know, I also can honestly say that you do need a plugger in there, but you don't want to put these pieces together and then not have that true veteran leadership on that defensive line. You have Crawford. I now consider Demarcus Lawrence a veteran. You can't lose Randy Gregory's production and his. So I don't think there's no way they get that done unless they're getting two first round picks for him. Which we've seen crazy things like that happen. Before. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be. What, what if that did happen, Joe? With this crazy D line draft, Cowboys may say, "Screw you, Demarcus Lawrence." No, sure. no. But let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because that is that will be on the table as far fetched as maybe that may be. You're right, um, Joe. It it, right, it Joe. this is a business, and you no, know, right now both sides are talking business. And if you can't get a deal done, the other step is well. What if we find you a team that wants to pay you, Demarcus? Do you want to do the trade? Yeah, send me. And then, you know, they get the picks. Then it's going to be up to Will McClay. He's the draft wizard. I would feel very confident in him finding some players, but you're go you, you're still going to lose some production there. You know, you're, you're, it's going to be hard to make that Super Bowl run without Demarcus Lawrence. You know, it's, so it's, 
you 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 know you might reap those rewards next season but by then you might have a completely different regime in here in place <laughs> that's true john that's super true but you know what that's not bad i mean people got really upset with me i think me and you both when we offered up um tyra smith mm -hmm. it's like yo why would you ever and it's like listen you guys gotta realize this is a business if Tyron Smith played for the Patriots, he probably would have been traded two years ago. Mm -hmm. So, and there's a reason why the Patriots are in the Super Bowl every single freaking year or why they've won the AFC East for the last 19 years. So, I just want people to keep in mind, you know, a good GM has to see the future as well. A good team has to see the future as well. You got to also remember with Demarcus Lawrence, he was a late bloomer and he's had years Especially like he had a really good year. Then he had a year where it was like, did you even play this year? Then he had that breakout year in 2016. It was it 2016, Joe, or 2017? One of those. Mm -hmm. And then obviously he had a decent. Like, what do you what do you rank his year last year, Joe? I would say his his year started out good. It started out, and I don't know if that's when the labrum popped or what happened there, but. He was on pace. I remember they were talking about, wow, he's out the gates. He's on pace for 20-something sacks. And then it kind of chilled off, you know? And then it was more about... And then it was Leighton Vanderish and Jalen Smith taking over. They, they were the ones that really, you know, uh, became the... It seemed like they became the centerpiece of the defense, to be honest. So... I agree. Um, it's a... And I, and I think that's what the Cowboys are looking at, too. Like, what is the strength of this defense? Is it defensive line? What if we have a badass secondary? Do we need to invest in big-time defensive linemen, or can we have good enough players in there? You know, so, I mean, look at the Legion of Boom. I mean, those guys, and I'm not, I'm not saying that our secondary is that, but they have the potential to be. But can you remember any of the defensive linemen from that team? You know what I mean? So it, it'll be interesting to see how, how they attack this thing. It's going to be very interesting to see, Joe. It really, really is. I just, again, like I said, it's one of those things that I think they get it done just because now everything's on the table as well. So I'm kind of speaking out of both sides of my neck, but everything's on the table. So you can't, you can't pigeonhole yourself. And if you want something crazy, <clears throat> if you want something crazy, I don't, again, this is Stephen Jones. This isn't Jerry Jones anymore. So the days of just throwing a crazy number out there, mm -hmm. I feel like, are over, especially when they've already said they're going to pay Zeke what he wants, and they've already said they're going to pay Dak what he wants. So you guys are better with the money than me, the cap. I got another buddy who really understands the cap and how it all works. But, you know, I always end my conversations with Jerry will make it work, but who knows? No, you're right. I think this team... Every year, you're seeing more and more of Stephen Jones really steering this ship. He's out front in the interviews at the Combine, at the Senior Bowl. It's not Jerry anymore. You do see him have some interviews here and there, but you're seeing more. and The face is becoming more Stephen Jones. And he's the guy with the money. Um, he's going to eventually take over this team full-time, right, as the owner. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, you're right, Foots. So this uh, Stephen Jones is not <laughs> the one who's gonna be throwing money out like the old Jerry. So if that if the the Marcus Lawrence number is crazy and he's gonna wanna sit, 
you have to make a move. You can't let him sit out and not get nothing for him. You know what I mean? So, wow, man. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be something to really watch. You know? Oh, it's gonna be amazing, Joe. It is. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing to see just like what yeah. really happens as far as like you know who else gets the boot. You got Cole Beasley now coming out saying you know he's on Twitter every day giving updates. It's it's just a mess. Let me ask you this, Foots. If Demarcus Lawrence was in this draft class, um, who would be better than him? You know what I mean? Like, who would be? Who would you take ahead of him? As far as you know, you know what he brings to the table versus some of these rookies. Where would you have him at? A top five pick or top ten? Um, I, I'm I'm really starting to love Sweat. Um. I'm also really liking this Brian Burns. I, I, their tags would probably be touching. I like Brian Burns, so I do. Um, now, the one who I would say probably better, just because he's a better, he's a better player, would probably be Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa. Um, and then Allen, probably off the edge, is, has a little bit more juice. But um, that's also not to say that he can't. That's also not to say that 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 he can play the run because I think that is one of Allen's weaknesses. So anyway, those are kind of my names right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my names right there, Joe. Yeah, so I mean, it's really not that many names, right? So when you think right. about no, yeah, so when you think about it, it's like you know, I'm sure that there would be a trade market for Demarcus Lawrence. And guys, we're not we're not advocating that at all. Yeah, we're, we're not trading Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, because to me, you're not making a Super Bowl run without him. You know what I mean? I just, I just don't see us making a Super Bowl run without Demarcus Lawrence. You got to have him in there. But conversely, you know, like we said, the, the, everything's on the table. So don't be surprised if these whispers start coming out and this and that. Just be prepared for it. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. I mean, it's a real thing, guys. It's a real thing. Like Joe said, when they go, when they start putting together a board or Start saying, oh, what if this happens? What if this doesn't? What if you never know what could happen? Seriously. So just be just be prepared for all angles. Yeah, and and, and to, to me, I, I was surprised, you know, on that on that third day how active the Cowboys were in trades. They made the trade for Tavon Austin. They traded uh Switzer for uh what's his name? Jihad Ward. So they were busy. So they're always looking to make some some kind of move there. You know, if if it makes sense for them, you know, they're gonna they're gonna look into it. Absolutely, Joe. Absolutely. Let's let's talk about this now. So uh, this weekend, Sunday, officially kicks off the free agency frenzy. So let's talk about what the Cowboys are likely gonna do. Um, let's start with the elephant in the room: the uh, the safety Earl Thomas. You're you're now hearing that you know he's probably not going to come here. What's your thoughts on 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 that, Foots? Well, Joe, um, you know you you can't be pigeonholed and you can't be fleeced and you can't put your team in stress or in a bad situation simply because of one player. And as much as I love Earl Thomas, the last time that we saw him, he was being carted off of a um excuse me he was being carted off of excuse me 
he was being carted off of a field, though. You know, mm-hmm. flipping the finger. Yeah. And sorry, guys, my throat was is killing me, but it's not killing me. But you know how it is in this Maryland weather, y'all. So, and he was being carted off, Joe. And the problem with Earl Thomas wanting this money is like, dude, this is is this Earl's second major injury, Joe? I know he had I know he had some little knickknacks before, and mm-hmm. see, a, you just saw a guy in Eric Weddle who. He got cut, and he has – I was looking up today, Joe. He has similar production as Earl Thomas. He actually has one more career interception. So I'm not saying he's a better player. What I'm saying is, is the safety position, I think people now and, and teams look at it as a draftable position, and you see teams – look at the Giants. Landon Collins has been to three Pro Bowls, and they're letting them walk. That's crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the bottom line is teams – some teams value it, some teams don't. And I don't think that the Cowboys are going to be pigeonholed by that. I listen, I've been tweeting, I would like or I would like Eric Weddle on the chief if we don't draft versus getting fleeced for Earl Thomas. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it, it definitely would go against everything that uh, the Cowboys have done under Stephen Jones's, you know, leadership, you, you could say, you know, like the the spending on, on free agents, so it would go against everything that they're doing. So, um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind having Earl here. I, I really wouldn't. I think it would. I think him with Chris Fischer and the young secondary leading. I think it would be a good fit. But when it comes down to the price, it's just like fifteen million dollars. Ah, man, I just I rather have a younger guy like Landon Collins at fifteen million. But I know the Cowboys aren't going to pay fifteen million. Yeah, I don't even but, think they'll pay twelve. They might not even pay ten. So I, I, I don't pay, know what that. They might not is. even pay ten. That's where I was looking too, Chris. I mean, yeah. too. They not even, They won't pay ten. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling there. So yeah, safety position there. Um, our own. Okay, so let's talk about some of our own guys. So Cole Beasley, we we kind of touched on that earlier. Where do you feel he's going? He's he's wanting twenty million guaranteed. So that's a mix of. You know, signing bonus, your base salary. So he wants twenty million guaranteed. Is it uh, sayonara time for Beasley, or what are you feeling there? Dude, it's sayonara time for Beasley. Mm-hmm. It's sayonara time. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I've kind of been done with Cole. Um, I just don't like the way he's handling business, Joe. Um, I just don't like the way he's handling business, Joe. He's on Twitter. It's just not the right thing to do. I get AB is doing it or whatever, but number one, you're not him, and then number two, dude, it's just it's just not it's just not a way to go about things, man. It's not, you know. It's wild. Dallas has given you every opportunity. Mm. Dallas has been uh, Dallas has been fair with you, Cole, and now you're being like this. It's it's terrible. So again, you know, I get that you know you may feel away or this that and the third or. You know, you you know your worth or whatever you're saying, Cole. I get all that, but dude, seriously, stop it. Like, just stop. You know, with 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 the with the antics as far as you know, the Cowboys now owe you something. Why? You know, you had an opportunity where it was no, there was no, there was no. Um, this is what I gotta remind all these receivers. There was no Amari Cooper for half the year. Okay, so you had a chance. 
for whatever reason, if it's Dak or whatever, whatever the case may be, Dak looked better with Amari Cooper, a true one. We tried the the, the friendly, whatever, Dak friendly, that crap was out the window. Yeah. So you know what, Cole? Maybe you're not worth what you think you are. Maybe teams did figure you out. Maybe it's the quarterback. Who knows? But for this team, it's not a good fit, and there's no way you're getting what you think you you you, you deserve. So just stop. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely not a good look, and I almost feel like is this where is this a trend that we're gonna see more foots because you know the it's a different era of player. You're getting these younger guys that are from more of the social networking type of players. You know what I mean? Like more and more. Like is this where we're heading? <laughs> you know, in a sense, yes, Joe. But I pray no because watch this. Yeah, Mari Cooper doesn't put his business out there i don't even think he tweets and i love it like have some mysteriousness about yourself like, it, man he's hell, he is a hell of a player bro <laughs> i mean oh, man, that mother effort is the real deal dude. he's that silent assassin like Vox says i'm like I, I get it like everybody wants to go about things the right way but here's what my dad tells me hmm. when it's going he's told me this for a long time when things don't go your way you can't pout you can't show that it's gotten to you and you can't show that it's affecting you. And when things don't go your way, you never make a decision based off emotion. When Cole, I get that he's an emotional person, but the more that you make those decisions, and this is business we're talking about, the more that you make these business decisions, like every time you tweet, you're making a business decision in the wrong in the wrong vein, more or less. Mm-hmm. You're an NFL mm-hmm. football player, dude. You're arguing with fans for what? They they won't you'll forget more than they know about football, but you're arguing with them, Cole. You're arguing with fans. You're arguing with fans about your money. Like that that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, it's like, not good. You're a billionaire. Like, and so my thing is, it's just one of those things to where it's just like, I love the fact that Amari Cooper is kind of, you know, he answered the what the Raiders questions if he couldn't play. You know, Dallas answered him for him. We'll be watching Amari Cooper highlights when we pick. And you know what? He came in. He answered He answered everything. He doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. He goes out and he has fun. He plays ball. Period, Joe. Yeah, I, I, I like Cooper a lot, man. Just from what I've seen in this, you know, that second half of the season. Very impressed the way he carries himself. Um, confident. Very confident player, man. Very confident. Those <laughs> great. That was a great move there. I mean, it was an amazing, it was an amazing move, Joe. Joe, let me ask you this: Is there a name of a guy that you think the Cowboys, that the, the Cowboys, you know, they're they're known for bringing in these sneaky free agents? Is there a name that you think the Dallas may want to look at? Yeah, there's a couple. Um, I think they might try to bring in, you know, like like I said this in my video, they like these reclamation projects, right? Where you get a guy that that uh you know they had a high pick on but didn't quite work out at their first job so the cowboys will bring them in for a look bring them in you know a one-year deal that kind of thing i like carl davis from baltimore they you know he was a target for the cowboys during that draft year he's gonna hit the market yes he was and he'll fit a need so it's a worth it's a worth a, a look to see and rod marinelli likes that program where carl davis came from so it's like uh you know, he they like Iowa. You know, Carl Davis was a was a really good player there for them, but I think it you know it wasn't a good fit there with with Baltimore for whatever reason. But he might be one to keep an eye on. 
you know, because we do. We need defensive tackles. <laughs> we we gotta we gotta throw some numbers at that because right now we're paper thin. If we were to play a game today, you know, we're in big trouble because we don't have Gregory. We don't have. Oh, Irvin's gone. And uh, Joe, you, know. you were so ahead on Irvin. Yeah. You were ahead on him, dude. I don't know what it is, man. I, I just feel like I I spot stuff like I I could I can smell BS and and how a player is. You know what I mean? I just like eh, I just I I wasn't feeling it from him, and and I think a lot of fans really fell in love with that Packer game, <laughs> and it it carried him a long way. Like he's a beast and this and that. I'm like he he can be a beast, but he's not consistent, and he's shown that uh, he has other priorities take president over football yeah man i mean it's 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 one of them things man these guys are gonna be doing a 30 for 30 like man we should have really gave it our all to stand the third mm-hmm. it's sad man it is yeah it is it really is it's sad man mm-hmm it's, it's, it's extremely, extremely sad. But, you know, Joe, I think that puts a cap on it for today, man. Yeah, that's it, guys. We put it, we put a lot of good coverage here. Combine, Lawrence. We had a lot of good subjects here, guys. So if you do us a favor um, on whatever platform you're on, whether it's uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play, hit us up with uh, a thumbs up, five stars, what, whatever you want, and uh, leave us some good feedback. We really would appreciate that from you guys. Joe, amazing working with you as always, buddy. Um, I just can't wait to get back to the lab. Uh, Joe, we got to start doing our positional rankings because before we know it, April will be here very, very soon. It will be. It will be. So, um, yeah, we're definitely going to knock those out. And, uh, yeah, guys, keep it here for the latest on, on who the Cowboys are checking out. We'll, you know, we'll talk about those prospects in this podcast. So uh, we really do appreciate it. From myself and Fusta King from Cowboys Nation TV, peace, everybody. Good deal.